0: You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen.
1: My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here.
0: Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor Harvey Dent. Likewise about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what
1: each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers.
0: Welcome back for another episode of Televised Heroics, Daniel. We are here to talk about all the comic book shows that happened this past week, and uh, you know, hopefully, people will interact and, and enjoy what we have to say, or at least have something to say about what we had to say, right? Yes. That is correct. <laughs> the man of few words, Daniel Barroso. <laughs> Uh All right, so exactly, <laughs> let's let's get into it. Um, we're gonna we'll do a couple new stories because we have a lot to talk about. Let's talk about the fact that we know from the CW upfronts last week what is going to be the crossover, or uh, I don't know, I guess a little bit of what the crossover is going to be, the crossover event for next year in the CW uh, superhero oh. shows, DC shows. Uh, the only thing—I we... mean—they
1: only gave us a character, so it's not really a crossover, unless—but I mean, Batwoman, she's joining the show.
0: That's right, she's going to be joining the universe, Batwoman, uh, Kate Kane. Uh, if you is another, you know, her name. Um, I mean, what do you think this means? Is that there... what? What storyline could they possibly be doing that they're going to be bringing in Batwoman?
1: I actually when she got rebooted i never i haven't read any of the batwoman stories so i actually don't know what they would be doing
0: yeah i don't know exactly what they could be doing the biggest story that i remember with her was the crime bible um and that was uh like she essentially was going up against the intergang and uh i don't know i mean well, if that's what they end up doing, which be kind of interesting, I don't know how you would enter. You would throw in Legends of Shield or Legends of Shield, Legends of Tomorrow with that, but it could be interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, so, are we finally going to get a Gotham? I know we both know that Bruce Wayne exists. Yeah, um, and Gotham
0: exists. I mean, they did say Gotham in that episode when he was like. uh Hey, has anybody talked to Bruce Wayne? Is he still in Gotham? Kind of thing. So the mention of Gotham's been there, but yeah, the the president of CW, Mark Pedowitz, Pedawitz, Powitz? I don't know. Uh, him and Stephen Amell got up there at the at the upfronts and they said that uh, not only is Batwoman going to be showing up, but the city of Gotham also will be added to the ever expanding Arrowverse. So. Uh I'm guessing Ooh. at one point that means they're gonna be going to um Gotham. I mean we know that what was it? Oh no, I was gonna say that that Rory uh the one Rory that was uh, Ragman, he was from Bloodhaven, but it wasn't Bloodhaven, right? It was uh it was oh. something else. It was another city, the the other right. city that blew up.
1: Right. Oh, and by the way, I give it—I give it a week before David Mazou is like, "Oh my God, I totally need to be part
0: of this crossover here." <laughs> I'm actually surprised yet we haven't heard him say anything yet. That's true, <laughs> but you know they have a lot going on over there at Gotham. They—they're going to be doing a, a year zero basically for next season for their their uh, their partial season. Boo! <laughs> I mean, I, that's kind of essentially what I was asking for right that's i mean it's a it's uh bruce wayne traveling the world trying to figure out where he belongs or how or how to get all his skills together
1: yeah i mean that's what i've been wanting but i mean i and i personally told you uh we we need to know the bruce if they're gonna do go down that route
0: yeah i think i think so as well and and i i do want that but i want that in a different show i don't want it in this show (laughs) yeah because they're gonna do weird
1: wonky shit
0: yeah, I think so too. Um so yeah, the Gotham's getting a short season. Uh the other show that's getting a short season, we talked about it a little bit last week. It's uh, Agents of Shield. Agents of Shield is going to be getting a half season. Um it that might be because of the 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 Infinity Gauntlet taking out half the universe. Oh, spoilers for Infinity War, but uh you know what? I think pretty much everybody's seen that movie by now, so it's uh, been about a month. It's been I think we're good. Yeah, exactly. And it's made all the monies at the at the movie theater, so it's pretty much everybody's gone to see it. That, yeah. that that's gonna uh, be upset about spoilers or not.
1: And I finally saw Deadpool and it was awesome.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Deadpool 2 came out this, this past weekend, so that's uh good that you got to see that. Um but the the other part of the Ages of Shield or yeah, Agents of Shield is that its sixth season isn't going to debut till after avengers four com- avengers, F- avengers four comes out and i think and we'll talk about that when we get to the episode of uh ages of shield uh why they ended up doing it that way um my heart <laughs> oh god yes 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 that was it was it was harsh <laughs> but uh yeah i think it's most mostly because of um they don't want to or how would they tie in the events of infinity war and the events of whatever happens in avengers 4 or or... because
1: we've only because infinity war i mean in, in agents of shield we only got little mentions of infinity war
0: yeah exactly so if they were to have the season before avengers 4 came out you would have to have like a whole bunch of uh characters missing, uh, uh assumably, you know? Yeah. So uh alright. Was there anything else that you want to talk about uh, news wise, or do you want to go ahead and get into our shows?
1: I think we covered it all.
0: Yeah, I think that we did a pretty good job. Let's go ahead and get into the TV shows this week. Uh we have uh Supergirl first. Supergirl was basically it was uh Rain coming after Ruby. Uh the idea is that. If rain can kill Ruby then um, there's nothing that uh, Sam wouldn't be able to stop her anymore so um, she is rain is doing her darndest to try and uh, find Ruby where it where she is and, and Lena has hidden Ruby away in uh, the Luther, Luther mansion uh, which apparently can go cloaking.
1: I think it's a really unique security feature. I want that for my home.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would be a pretty great uh security feature for your home to just cloak it. But then I feel like people would like run into it cuz they couldn't see it. But then, you know, you're, <laughs> you're the, you got the Luther mansion out there. It's probably far away from everything else. You don't have to worry about people running into it.
1: Right? That'd be really uh, you know, unique. You know, um it's something I just thought of right now. Uh, when uh, Rain goes to her stepmom's house, you mm-hmm. know, to look for her, she uses her X-ray vision and spots, you know, Kara hiding in the closet. So when she first rolled up to the Lex Mansion, couldn't she have used that first to see if they really were there?
0: I don't think she Well, I mean, yes, she could have done that first, but I don't think it's uh, the. It's. I don't think it's Kara hiding in the closet. I think it's John, uh, who who is. Oh, that's right. Because shape- was in the
1: form. That's right.
0: Yeah. Of uh, of Ruby. Of Ruby. Um, and I, it, I, I also thought that it was a bad. It's a bad security system. That if all you have to do is break the keypad, it then takes away the, the cloak. Like that seemed <laughs> like that was a bad design.
1: That didn't make any sense to me. And uh, Lex, he's a genius. He could uh. You know, created something more sophisticated.
0: Yeah, it seems like something a little bit more sophisticated would have worked better. Uh Alex goes to the the mansion to take care of Ruby. Um the Ruby is an idiot and calls her mom. Yeah, which is what the eventually led uh, Rain to her. Um got they got uh, Sam's adopted mom killed by by Rain yeah i mean boo that's bad uh she knew something was wrong with rain when or i'm sorry with sam when she was young because uh she drew the rain symbol on the walls um
1: that's actually a pretty badass symbol but yeah she was drawing it on it and you know you uh you brought this up uh earlier when we talked about this but why did she put the wallpaper there? When you said she could have painted over
0: it, yeah, it seems like just painting over it would have been a lot easier. Uh, but I guess if you wanted to preserve that for some reason, just yeah, put the wallpaper over the top of it. There you go. Uh, made for a great dramatic. This is gonna come in handy See? one of these days. I know I'm gonna have to show it to someone. Exactly. It's. She I need to preserve about it. The future. Uh, <laughs> uh, we had what's kryptonite. Um, Lena's manufactured kryptonite came into play because she uh was able to use it against they were able to use it against rain um, um but we had this whole riff between you know sh- oh sorry go ahead. I was just saying we but we you had cannot. this we had this whole riff between supergirl and uh Lena because of it like. Supergirl is like oh you don't understand there's only one thing in this world that can hurt me and you just created more of it and Lena I thought Lena had the best argument she's like I can walk out the door and get shot you know hit by lightning hit by a car or whatever and I have to worry about being killed all the time so you're being ridiculous and yes Supergirl yeah. is being ridiculous seeing as how Lena has only helped her over and over again yeah I get it. Luth- Luthers are usually pretty horrible people, but Lena has helped her. I mean, shouldn't she be giving her the benefit multiple of the doubt? Yeah, multiple times. Shouldn't she be giving her the benefit of the doubt until she until she betrays her?
1: I I know, and I mean, fought, uh, they fought alongside each other, take down her mom, get her arrested again.
0: Yep, and then it's also, with man, also <laughs> with uh, uh, Morgan Edge, and yeah, everything. It just it it was completely dumb uh but uh, i yeah. i i guess i guess supergirl is just upset about it and that leads us to the fucking one of the dumbest interactions i'd ever seen ever in the show like the the whole lena talking to kara in the elevator it's just like lena you i know you're intelligent and i i know that this is the thing that happens in in superman all the time but superman doesn't have like a whole team that he hangs out with that clark kent also hangs out with like Everybody in Kara's life is part of the DEO and Lena knows that. So why wouldn't she put two and two together?
1: They've really dumped her down. And I don't know why there's been multiple times, especially like, you know, the whole Monel thing when, you know, he dies and Kara's like, Oh, you know, I'm down because he died. Blah, blah. blah. She, yeah, she could have seen it coming so many other times what they choose to ignore. And I don't know why.
0: Yeah. That, that was, that was ridiculous. So, uh, at the end of the episode, um, Rain is captured again. Uh, thanks, thanks to uh, the fact that Emra, the
1: stupidest invention ever.
0: <laughs> well, I was gonna say Emra, you know, uh, allowed Monel to stay in the past to to live out with Supergirl because she realized that his his love is actually Supergirl. Uh, and then the the Supergirl and and Monel use their fucking cape tricks to to defeat Rain. As well as Alex's favorite. net gun, God. What? When can that, we? Can we just go back to punching things? I, uh, if
1: only it was that simple. But no. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I kicked you off a couple times now. So, did you have a couple things you wanted to say?
1: I just hated about how Monel crushed up the kryptonite and loaded it into the minigun and shot Rain.
0: Yeah, because that's not how bullets work. <laughs> that's not how bullets or guns work. <laughs> that that was dumb.
1: Yeah, I know, but whatever. We'll make it happen because of the show.
0: We also have to talk about the fact that Monel is supposed to be allergic to lead. Uh, I guess uh, maybe Brainy like cured him of that because that's the reason he left Earth the first time. Uh, the the lead that's in the atmosphere and the kryptonite that they had in this was was inside of a lead box, so. That's the original story of Monel when Superman found him like he he's like, oh the best way that we can find out if you're Kryptonian is if we use some kryptonite on you and he he brings him the kryptonite which yeah. is inside of a lead box and the lead box like lead is more terminal to daxamites than kryptonite is to uh kryptonian so he ends up almost dying Superman puts him inside the phantom zone to try and save his life and uh Monel in- gets taken out of the Phantom Zone in the future with the Legion of Superheroes that Brainy uh, cures him of it. So, yeah, I guess that's what it is. I I guess I I solved my own problem.
1: Right, and I think you said it best uh, when we talked about it earlier too that um, it probably had to do with uh, the Legion ring that he wears, you know, creates that barrier force field. That's true.
0: The Legion ring does create a force field around him. It gives gives the... the wearer, uh, flight and a force field. That's and it's a communication device. But obviously, he, oh, he does need flight because they don't. They don't have Monel being able to fly in this.
1: I thought he flew this episode.
0: Right, because I I would say that's okay. because of the the ring. But in the in the oh, past okay. episodes, he wasn't able to fly.
1: That's right. He could either ju- or, uh, do leaps or run really fast. And yeah, that's it.
0: exactly. So. Uh, All right, anything else you wanted to say about Supergirl?
1: Bullets. No, I'm done. (laughs) Uh,
0: Then let's talk about the Flash. The Flash, uh, let's see, we had to deal with, uh, we dealt more with a thinker, and we have a plan to stop his his satellites from going in, because the idea is that if you can stop one, you can stop all of them um chain reaction yeah it, it stops the chain so thus uh you you should be able to um stop uh devo and they're gonna use the the piece of metal that amunet gave them but uh first thing yeah, ha-
1: because it's uh i it, forgot what they called it, it so never mind yeah
0: it's like an organic explosive it doesn't uh, have any yeah. it doesn't have any um uh, computer chips in it that Kilgore can take over or the Kilgore powers can take over. Uh, right. So you have, um, uh, uh, Oh yeah. We had Diggle show up. We had two different Diggles show up. We have DeVoe Diggle, which is uh Devo using the plastic man powers to, to look like Diggle. And then we have actual Diggle shift. Yeah. Shape shift into Diggle. And then we have actual Diggle who once again, cannot stand super speed. Like, Soon as they they do this whole process of get the get the trash can together so that we when he gets here he can vomit.
1: Yep, and that's immediately what he does. <laughs> uh,
0: but then again, you know he helps them figure out that oh, Devoe has taken over the the black site. I don't know what that site is supposed to be exact. Oh, it's oh, it's the site where Fallout is being held. Right by Argus.
1: Because um. They needed uh, fallout to power up the uh, the satellites.
0: Yeah, DeVoe needs to use uh, the power the yeah the the energy that fallout produces his nuclear energy to essentially be a battery for his satellite dishes that will then uh, bring about the enlightenment. Uh, we got more of we got more flash time in this episode. Barry or yeah, Barry is able to uh, essentially give flash time over to. Uh, vibe and killer frost or cisco and caitlin um this is kind of a, a power that they can they took from wally in the comic books wally was able to give speed force to and take speed away from objects to either make them faster or this is really awesome yeah speed up their life uh their life also very op <laughs> but very op well wally was Wally was super op like he it was it was intense Um, I think that's why, I think that's why, uh, you know, he wasn't, they retooled him for new 52 and then it took him a while to bring him back in, in, or he was the, the catalyst for rebirth, but yeah.
1: Yep. And now, uh, it's depressing what's going on in rebirth.
0: Oh, with the flash war.
1: That yeah, and pretty much very like uh, or no, Wally saying he can't remember people and just kind of
0: stuck in a loop of zone. Yeah, yeah, and he in certain the you know people like uh, Linda, his his wife from the previous world doesn't remember him, so they aren't a couple anymore, and you know essentially his kids are not around. I mean that would that would suck the most. I would hope those memories were taken yeah. away. Um, yeah, like,
1: depressing. <laughs>
0: But uh, Caitlin and Sisko are using, well, they're using a modified version of the freeze gun and uh, Sisko's powers to save the people that are being held hostage by DeVoe uh, as Barry is going to run in there real quick and jump into the pocket dimension to stop DeVoe from launch, or after he launches his uh, satellites. And he does. He, he's successful. But guess what? DeVoe thought about that, too. He was able to get into Star Labs, take over Gideon, and use Star Labs' um, satellite to uh, start the process of the Enlightenment. So the Enlightenment is happening. We've, we essentially find out more of what that is. The Enlightenment is essentially what's happening to Harry. Uh, he's g- like how he's becoming dumber, like the rest of the universe or the rest of the population is going to become, uh, a, a, a blank slate so that Devo can shape them in the image that he wants. So there will be no more war and no more disease and no more, uh, uh, technology as everything would just go back to a simpler time and he can control it all. Yep.
1: And basically that's pretty evil.
0: I mean, yeah. Essentially, it's <laughs> uh, that's a, it is a pretty <laughs> I mean, evil plan.
1: I mean, you know, the curing the diseases, that thing's awesome and amazing. But yeah, pretty much evil for for everything else.
0: Now, uh, we got to see. I think one of the the funny fun parts of the of the episode was all the stuff that is happening with Cecile, uh, as she's got become. That was awesome. As, as she's become more pregnant, uh, no longer is she just reading people's minds, she is now absorbing their personalities. Uh, She is becoming uh, like the people that are around her. We see it first with the guy who delivers the pizzas, then with Caitlin and uh, eventually as uh, Joe. Joe. And, uh, which made me start thinking. Okay. Like, what if the mystery girl is the future version of the baby in Cecile? And now, now bear with me, we saw that the future, the mystery girl has uh, speed powers, but what if she doesn't actually have speed powers? What if she has the, about, the power to uh, absor- absorb other people's powers or uh, personalities or whatever? So the first time we saw her was at the wedding and she was talking to Barry. Now she was super excited and happy for the wedding, which so was Barry. He's getting to marry the woman that he loves, so she took on those characteristics. Uh, The next time we think we saw her was at the coffee shop with Harry and uh, Caitlin, and she kind of acts a little mischievous. uh, First, clumsy, then mischievous, uh, mischievous. I'm sorry, and uh, you know that's a little bit of Harry. And then uh, now, or then, at the in the episode where Iris gets super speed. From Barry, and uh, what's what was the 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 guy who can switch uh, people's mel- powers? Melting point. Melting point. Okay. Uh, she talks to Iris, and we see her have super speed. So, is it a possibility?
1: I could see it happening. And you think she's just pretty much showing up, um, spying on the team, just to make sure that they haven't died, and that you know she's still gonna be born.
0: Maybe I, I I wouldn't. Yeah, I I don't know what could. I mean, we only have one more episode left in the season, right? So it her explanation needs to happen in the season finale.
1: What if uh, she helps take down Devoe? What if she you know takes you know uh, takes over his powers?
0: That all twenty. Ooh, that's incredible! I didn't even think about that. That would be interesting. Yeah, I
1: mean that that's more fuel for your for your theory.
0: Yeah. She could be the 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 cinch pin to taking down Devo. Um, yeah, but yeah, I I think it's it it was it was a fun part of the story, especially when she was acting like Joe, uh, and having to carry around that samurai sword. You don't know, I might need a samurai <laughs> sword at the at the hospital. What if a samurai comes out?
1: Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Um... And I guess uh, we find out, too, we have a little flashback with, um, because Cisco vibes, Caitlin, and it turns out that she's always had um, Killer Frost powers. They've always been a part of her.
0: Yeah, that was interesting because she had a repressed memory of when she, she got hit by a car while she was riding her bicycle, and she looks in the, the mirror of the bicycle and she sees the Killer Frost version of herself as a child. So, I mean, essentially, yeah, she's always had these powers. She's just either repressed them or had them uh, repressed in her, which I thought was also kind of interesting because it it makes a little bit of sense with her mother going into a cold uh, science. Like, her science is all about freezing and stuff like that. So maybe her mom, like, saw things happening with her daughter and is like, okay, well, this is what I need to do. However, you would think she would have mentioned something when they went and talked. Uh, in the previous episodes Yeah and, But That's neither here nor you there You think her father
1: is going to come into play?
0: I think her father is going to come into play And I think it's interesting that we de- we hadn't talked about her father before Before now And we don't know who uh, Like what he looks like So uh, Yeah Whatever that means It's going to be interesting Sorry Excuse me everyone Um, But yeah I think it, it is interesting that They threw in this little bit of backstory to her powers
1: yeah, um, just crazy that, um, you know, she's a metahuman, right, you know, as a kid. And well, uh, the Dark Matter, go
0: ahead. Well, no, I was, go ahead and finish what you were saying. I
1: was just saying, like, so you think uh, the uh, the Dark Matters will uh, sped up her powers or, like, brought them out? Well, you know, and
0: I was thinking, I, I don't know, it could have, but we also got this, you know, we got Killer Frost after Flashpoint so who's to say that these are new memories that happened because of flashpoint you know what i mean
1: oh that's right yeah i mean yeah you know our caitlin you know could have not had those powers and obviously didn't have them until dark matter but yeah uh, you know this memory could be from alternate timeline because of flashpoint
0: exactly and barry messing up the timeline damn it barry uh anything else you want to say about flash
1: no, uh, the season finale is coming up, and I can't wait for it.
0: Uh, that's right. Season finale. It, I think they have a lot to cover, so uh, we'll have to see what what ends up happening there. Uh, speaking of season finales, yeah. though, we had the season finale of Arrow, and Ooh. boy, oh, boy. I mean, they kind of defeat uh, Ricardo Diaz. They kind of don't because <laughs> of Black, Sina- Black Siren, but uh, at the end of the episode uh Oliver goes to prison. He's going to Supermax because he made a deal with the FBI that hey, uh if you you grant immunity to all my friends and, and my team members, then uh you can you I will give myself up willingly. And we all saw in the last episode that he he told the FBI agent FBI agent uh Watson that hey, I'm the Green Arrow. And then he went and said it publicly on yep. on air. He's like, "Hey, I know I already came out here and said told everybody that I'm not the green arrow but guess what I am which makes me wonder I lied. <laughs> because he got acquitted in the in the trial right wait one more time yeah yeah up. he did get acquitted in the trial because the judge which was being portrayed by chase uh uh Christopher Chase was like hey you know you guys obviously don't know what you're doing as a jury so I'm going to go ahead and say that he's innocent yep so and then he, the judge got killed. And then the real judge got killed. which, yeah, I think we talked about that last week. It's like, I don't know if I'm supposed to feel sorry for him or not. But uh, yeah,
1: I, I don't know. I think he was on the payroll, so I, you know, I I don't forget it. He died, and he died, and I'm okay with it.
0: Yeah, but like I was, I said, you know, there's two ways that Diaz gets people to work for him. Either they're on the payroll, or they have something. He has something on them. And uh, if he had something on that judge, then you should feel bad that he, he got killed because it's <laughs> yeah. the Arrow team
1: yeah but they obviously showed no remorse remorse so yeah whatever
0: yeah exactly um but with the 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 full backing of the f b i the team coming together uh black siren on their side, everybody went up against diaz and his people the essentially the police force uh they won and but we had one big casualty. <laughs>
1: Detective Lance.
0: Detective Lance, or at this moment, Mayor Lance. Mayor, Mayor Lance. Yeah, he he was killed. Um, very unfortunate and sad, uh, especially for Laurel, or yeah, for Black Siren, which is a Laurel from another world. But interesting enough, Sarah showed up, and and yeah. uh, and they kind of have a moment together, whether or not it's a. Uh, you know, something for them to build off of or not, because I mean, Sarah realizes that's not her sister. It's uh, it's just a doppelganger. And, and I don't know, we never really discussed whether or not Black Siren has a Sarah on her planet on earth too.
1: Yeah. And I think they should have covered that a little bit more, but you know, you can only ask for so much.
0: Yeah. I think I, I I was thinking the same. There's like only so much in the episode, so much time in the episode that they, they can do stuff. So, uh, yeah. You have to wonder if uh, there is if there is one over there or not.
1: Yeah. Maybe they're a team of uh, evil sisters.
0: They could definitely be a team of evil sisters. That's for sure. Yeah. I would. I wouldn't mind seeing where the what the white canary on the Earth Two it does or what Sarah on on Earth Two does. Maybe there's a uh, yep. a Legends of Tomorrow team over there too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, but we'll never know. So, I think one, one interesting... Unless you write the else world <laughs> Yeah, that's story. true.
0: Yeah, we could do that. Uh, I think one of the interesting things is that season six, or I'm sorry, season seven of Arrow is going to be... Uh, obviously, it's... I mean, at least in the first episode, it's going to be Oliver Queen in the Supermax prison. Now, back in the day, David Goyer who wrote, like, uh, Man of Steel. He did a lot of the writing on... Or not a lot of the writing, but he was one of the writers on uh, the Nolan Batman trilogy. Uh, He wrote a... uh, Gesundheit. He wrote a... um, Thank you. He wrote a movie script for Green Arrow uh, called Green Arrow Supermax. And uh, the idea is that Oliver Queen is framed for uh, crime and he is sent to prison in a Supermax prison and there, he has to stay keep stay alive and eventually escape from a prison that has characters like the Joker and uh, Deadshot and Deathstroke and uh, all the villains of the DC universe. So, uh, will we? I mean, when we see Oliver inside the Supermax in the episode, you know, there's a lot of people that are sitting there like, "Oh, Green Arrow, I'm coming for you. You put me in here, kind of thing." So, I think we're gonna get we're gonna see. Um, shades of that movie script that never got made uh, we did, the, the, take into account that they did eventually make it into a comic book there was a comic book where or part of the green Arrow story where uh, Green Arrow goes to prison and eventually escapes or gets break broken out but yeah this is gonna be interesting I, what would you think if uh if Lila inter, inter intervenes and makes like Oliver the head of the new task Force X?
1: That would be amazing, cause that's kind of something, you know. You you can have you can't have a Green Arrow show without Ollie, right? At this point, so you do need Lila to pretty much intervene and break him out and have him be the new leader's, you know, Task Force at, uh, X.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that would be. I mean, that would be an interesting way to go with. I mean, I don't know who's left from the the original Task Force X that they did in the Arrowverse. Uh, I think Deadshot died, if I remember correctly. Yeah uh he did die okay and i mean i i don't i don't remember i know what shrapnel was it was one of the members or toy man or something like that
1: I know bronze tiger was part of it too and, that's right like, bronze haven't tiger
0: seen, and I have Sh- seen michael j white return yeah.
1: ever since
0: yeah mm. all right
1: there's a tease for the harley because she laughed
0: right yeah and that was a uh, that was portrayed by the the voice actor for harley right or the common voice yeah. actor for Harley. Um Tara uh, Strong. Tara Strong. Yeah. So, uh I don't know, it it'd be cool. I mean, we we know we had uh we have Cupid still around, I think. She could
1: Who? One more time? Cupid?
0: The the one oh, yeah. yeah, the ex-cop that uh was also eventually f- like kind of goes crazy in love with uh with, with Green Arrow. Ollie. Yeah. Or the Green Arrow. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what they do next season. I'm kind of. I'm very interested in what what they end up doing. Or what
1: if uh, they get Deathstroke to help them out, break Ollie out of prison?
0: Oh, that would be good. Seeing as how they didn't end up doing the Deathstroke TV show, um, like yeah. they they were planning on doing. Yeah, they could get Deathstroke to break him out. I mean I just don't yeah, know if Ali uh, Ollie... we
1: can totally ask Manu Bennett.
0: <laughs> I I you know, that's true. I I don't know if they'd want to go through uh and um uh I don't know if they'd want to go through or I don't know if Ali I'm sorry. I don't know if Ali would want to go on the run. I think that he wouldn't want to have to put his uh now wife Felicity and son, you know, through that kind of stuff. And he
1: kind of made it clear too. He's like, if I escape, they're gonna go after everyone. Yeah, they're exactly. Gonna, you know, take away your immunity.
0: Yep. So, uh, was there anything else that you wanted to cover uh, from Arrow? Longbow hunters, and that's pretty much it. That's true. I didn't think about that. Longbow. They threw that those names down. There's three three assassins that uh, even the League of Shadows won't won't deal with because they're too crazy or too brutal or something like that bunch of bitches uh so do you think that they'll be the the enemy for next season or are we gonna get richard diaz back or ricardo diaz back
1: we'll probably get ricardo diaz for a few episodes and then eventually he'll get killed off or arrested and then we'll have longbow hunters
0: Ooh, okay
1: that's the way i see it
0: well could be wrong though I mean, it, it could be. I mean, it, it's definitely the, uh, something that could happen.
1: I don't know why they had to keep Diaz alive, but whatever. I'm not a writer on the show.
0: Uh, I mean, sometimes you, you get the, that thing where, you know, they, they tend to do the whole we kill off um, bad guys a lot. So maybe this is their they thought that Diaz was going to, you know, uh, be a great villain for for Ollie and uh someone they're gonna wanna bring back more often but I, I don't think he was received all that well at least he wasn't received well by me so i don't i'm not interested in him in, in more yeah so uh i don't know i am I'm, I'm done with that i'm i am i am okay with him not doing that <laughs> uh All right, let's go over to Krypton. If you want to go into deep space, uh, episode nine, Hope. It's the episode before the season finale. We have another... Next week will be another season finale for uh, our shows. So uh, we got to see uh, the actual Brainiac again show up, and he's ready because the voice of Rao, though was thrown into a pit last episode, he still survived. He's the one that uh, got... What was
1: the kid's name? You cut out. Do you remember?
0: Do you remember what the kid's name was? the The little girl that ended up blowing herself up. That the voice of Rao. Ona. Ona, yeah. She, uh, the voice of Rao, who's infected with Brainiac. Um, yes, Ona was a little girl. Yeah, got got her to blow up. But uh, what's his face? Um, uh, Doctor, not Doctor Strange. Adam Strange sacrificed himself so that seg didn't die and uh yeah you know they they took out the the voice of rao it finally um i forget how do you remember how they did it yeah um basically
1: the the codex um uh chem gives it to or seg gives it to to uh nissa and it's like here you know get back to uh to the solid, uh, to the fortress of solitude. She ends up coming back, and then just lodges it in in his head.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It yeah. Basically the...
1: saves a life.
0: So, so that was a uh, you know just in 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 perfect you know fashion for this show, brutal and and shit, just shoved it right in his head. Um. Uh, this show, I, I'm enjoying it. I I'm I can't wait to see what else happens. You know. Uh. Seg, Nissa, Lyda, um, oh, we got, you know, uh, Seg and, uh, was it Lida's mother team up to go up against general Zod because he, they know that he wants to take the doomsday out and release it on Brainiac. And, uh, we find you- out that we know who, uh, general Zod's father is.
1: Yeah and holy shit yeah, that was not expecting that
0: that's a, yeah because that's a big that's a big uh, uh redesign you know uh, a big part of uh, a big superman history yeah a big twist in superman history i guess is what i was trying to say uh yeah, seg seg and Lyda essentially have a a child together they they I guess I don't know if they went through the birthing matrix cut thing that, you know, everybody has to do on on, Metro, on Metropolis on on Krypton or if they did it the the human way and old-fashioned way. Yeah. <laughs> and created a, a little General Zod.
1: It's crazy that that happened. Um, do you think that DC is going to consider this canon or do you think it's just going to be like Else world
0: stuff? Uh, I think it might be Elseworlds stuff, but if the show does well enough, which uh, they have been renewed for a season two, I could see it making its way... Oh, I in... missed it. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I could see it making its way into uh, the comic books. And like that would just be an extra thing for uh, soups to have to deal with every time that he goes up against General Zod.
1: Yeah, and the rivalry will even be more intense.
0: Yeah, because this, this makes him... Uh, zen- uh, General Zod makes is his is his uncle, uh, right? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, not uncle. No. Uh, yeah. Un- yeah, uncle. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because I had to think about it too. Was yeah, like family tree, family tree. Because <laughs> we, I mean, we're supposed to believe that uh, Seg and Nisa will eventually have Jor El, and then Jor El will then eventually have Kal El. But Jor El's brother would be. Uh, General Zod but then jor other brother is is zor yeah so
1: Jesus Christ yeah I'm sorry it's just too much for me to yeah take.
0: yeah it's all it's all getting a little a little wonky right now uh the other thing is that what is it uh General Zod uh let it let it slip that Val-El is not actually dead uh, or at least yeah. not in the way that we think that he is. Um I'm thinking right. that when we saw General or Val drop into that uh large cavern, the way that they killed him, that he might actually mm-hmm. end up in the phantom zone. That would be pretty
1: cool. Um it's just something I wouldn't expect because um in Mana Steel, you know, we saw the phantom zone completely differently, so if, you know, he jumped into some sort of portal that led him there, that's pretty cool. But, I mean, how are they going to break him out of the Phantom Zone?
0: Yeah, I think that's the the biggest question right there. Because, yeah, that's the, the, the final episode of the season is called the Phantom Zone. So, I would say that that's going to be a good indication of uh, what's going to happen, they, they, that he might have gone there. Like, if you take from the original Superman, 1978 Superman movie, um, mm-hmm. the way that they made the Phantom Zone look, I could see that. Because it's like the it's like a little diamond portal that then traps them inside of it and stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Uh, was there anything else about this episode of Krypton you wanted to bring up?
1: Um, I think that's pretty much uh, it for this one too.
0: Okay, so then Gotham. Uh, we have three episodes to talk about there, but it's all three like uh, proto Joker episodes. It's uh, Jerome and Jeremiah. Uh, And the way that last time we talked, Jeremiah uh, had left a present for Jerome. No, I'm sorry. I had that back. No. Yeah, I had that back. Other way around. (laughs) Yeah, Jerome had a present for Jeremiah, uh, which we saw him get sprayed in the face with the the mist. And do you think that he actually went crazy or do you take... Jeremiah's word uh, for what he said all it did was bleach his skin and change his hair uh, green. No, not green. I don't purple. I don't think it.
1: Uh, yeah, purple. Um, I don't think it actually. You know, just did the skin and the hair. I think he, it helped him go a little bit crazier than so, he already was.
0: So you think that he's he was al- he's always been. Uh, a li- he's always been a little crazy, but the 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 um, whatchamacallit pushed him but over. It, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I could see that too. I, I, I definitely think that the, the the gas had a more of an effect on him than uh, what he's le- letting everybody believe. So, uh, I could I could see that. Um, now, he has the plan of blowing up a bunch of buildings so that the, the cityscape of Gotham becomes a maze because he loves mazes. Uh, however, you know, and oh, and and this is all using technology that was created for Bruce Wayne because he hired Jeremiah to create these um, generators that create power, clean power, without having to uh, use natural resources, which is essentially the story from Batman Rises because they <laughs> she, they create a generator that does that, but they could be easily turned into a nuclear bomb. And, uh, yeah, these things don't become nukes, they don't become nukes, but they become pretty powerful explosives.
1: Yeah. And, um, basically they end up, um, I guess the plan is if you, uh, locate the bombs, you disarm it, um, it'll be pretty much a, again, a set, you know, set, uh, reaction and they'll all, or a sink i can't say it <laughs> yeah a, you know a reaction where they'll shut off um all of them
0: yeah essentially if you, if you stop the first one from exploding the rest of them in the sequence or the series can't can't go off anymore just like uh they use it they use the example of uh, christmas lights like if one goes out then the rest don't work as well and uh i mean this is also the kind of the same thing that we saw in flash this week too um yeah so they are able to disarm the first one and uh jeremiah believes that he's uh, you know been defeated but then a visit from rachel ghoul shows him that hey no your plan just didn't go in the right direction what we need to do is make it so that's what we need to do <laughs> yeah we need to make it so that the city itself is secluded from the rest of the, the country the rest of the world Uh, so uh, essentially we're getting no man's land and that's what the the last episode is called no man's land
1: and um the mayor gets blown up to bits and then uh the rest of the bombs go on the bridges um they succeed in you know blowing off the bridges Uh,
0: you know and I, i don't want to uh gloss over the fact that the last episode was very much a uh uh killing joke episode because jeremiah puts bruce wayne through the ringer of you know gassing him and then making it look like uh alfred the one person that's cared for him his whole life was was being killed and tortured uh and then he also shoots selena through the spine in very much the same way that bat girl barbara gordon gets shot in the spine in the killing joke and uh, at one point, Bruce even says, you know, uh, mimicking the the words that Jeremiah says that Jerome says, is that everybody needs one bad day, um, and they can be they'll my be, bad day. Well, yeah, they'll go crazy oh, like uh, like sorry. Jerome. But I think yeah. Bruce says that, hey, my one bad day was the day my parents died, so maybe I'm already crazy, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, but then Gordon's like, "No, you're a good kid. You know, you're not gonna end up like him. So you got nothing to worry about."
0: Yeah, uh, and that's 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 what that's being said by when he's over by the 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 new searchlight, right?
1: Right, um, and you pointed out to that Gordon had <laughs> Lucius fix that searchlight.
0: <laughs> yeah, cuz in the No Man's Land episode, you know, Lucius is already, you know, fixing bombs and taking care of all kinds of techno- technology things and he's like, "Hey, I got one more thing I need you to do." It's, you know, and it's like it's essentially turning a light on and I'm like, "Yeah, you're kind of you're kind of um <laughs> like underusing him. Like that that can that can be something a maintenance guy can do. Like you or you can do yourself. <laughs> you don't really need Lucius to do that for you, but I don't know. Fair enough. You know, you gave whatever Lucia's he had to deliver that
1: monologue on there.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, this is obviously the 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 proto for um, the bat signal, but yeah, uh, but, but Gordon Gordon is using it more as a beacon of hope for the city of Gotham. Anybody that was still left in Gotham after the explosions that take out the bridges, so that hey, look, the place is going to be pretty bad. Right now, because look, uh, all the gangs are carving up Gotham to what they want. But if, if you want, if you need someone, if you need help, know that the, the GCPD is still here. And a lot of the, the the police department did stay, stick around, which is very much in the same way the comic books did too.
1: Yeah, um, and we get glimpses of you know, uh, Mr. Freeze taking up his turf, and then uh, Firefly taking up her turf. And she's saying, like, what, next 10 blocks or the next 10 miles, you know? Yeah, I think the,
0: the, the give me a, cir- a circle in 10 blocks. Uh, no one passes that except for our people kind of thing. Uh, yeah. It seemed like the um, biggest gangster was going to be Penguin coming out of this because he's he's taking over, like, some, some big office building. I was going to say that it, it looks like the 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 capitol building but we know that the city hall i'm sorry the city hall because this but city hall was blown up with the mayor so it couldn't have been that uh but you know go ahead well i was just gonna say we the biggest thing that the the penguin did in this episode was uh he got butch healed the most
1: terrible oh god he got butch terrible. healed
0: so that tabitha and butch could be together and tabitha you know proclaimed her love for butch and butch is like i love you too and then bam penguin comes in and shoots him right in front of tabitha and she's hes like you think i forgot that you killed my mother the one person i loved in this whole world the one person that loved me uh yeah no that you're not gonna i'm not gonna let that slide you, you know and she's like you brought butch back to life you healed him just so you could kill him in front of me and he's like yeah that's the kind of person i am but then he yep. doesn't kill her, uh, and he he takes her back. He's like gives this whole speech. He's like, "I'm not gonna kill you. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and torture you. I'm gonna let you agonize in this, and then eventually maybe I'll kill you." But he takes he has his men take her back to Barbara of all people, who has power. She is going to be the fucking demon's head again, and yeah, her people get yeah. No. <laughs> yeah it was dumb. That was a dumb thing to do.
1: That was a bad idea. Um I was saying what if um you know just to rub it into Tabitha's face, uh what if he ends up taking like the place, you know, that was owned by Theo Galvan? Because, you know, that was a big ass building too. Oh, it was that, pretty tall.
0: That's true. I, I didn't think about that. You're you're probably right. That probably was what it was. Um yeah. And then uh this this episode was not short uh with um cameos too, or bringing back old characters. Like fucking Hugo Strange came back and He's the one that healed uh, Butch, but then uh, Leslie and fucking Nigma went on a kill each other. Yeah, they went on a murder (laughs) pact of killing each other. Like, it's not a pact because they didn't agree to do it. But she stabs him, and then he pulls the knife out and stabs her with it. And like, fuck, they both die. But guess what? Death doesn't mean shit (laughs) when you have Hugo Strange around, who knows how to bring people back to life. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so Pen is could be like, "Hey, both of you owe me a favor. I brought you back to life."
0: I would say so. That that's probably a, a good bet. Like I, I he he might even throw in something com- some something like uh like how H- Hugo Strange did to Galavant to make him controllable as Azrael, you know? So maybe they'll do some kind of a hypnosis or word thing that will make it so that Penguin can control them.
1: Okay, do maybe you... give him a power too, but also able to control him.
0: Yeah, do you think that uh, Butch is actually dead, or do you think that the Solomon Grundy will come back?
1: I want just because I like the actor and uh, I like the character of Butch, I want him to come back. But if he's coming back, it has to be Grundy for me.
0: Yeah, I I think I'm the same way, and yeah, I do like that actor, so I I hope they end up they they do end up bringing him back. But
1: um, the the actor did write um a letter last week to his fans of. So... I don't know if that makes it official that he's not coming back.
0: Ooh, I mean, was that before or after they announced that they were going to be coming back for a short season?
1: Um, that that was uh, the day after the uh, season premiere, and I think then they announced it like a day or two after too that uh, Gotham was coming back.
0: Yeah. So who knows? Maybe maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Uh, you know, the only person villain that we didn't see come back for this episode was Poison Ivy.
1: Ivy and uh two facing you know what? I actually uh when Scarecrow breaks in and like the guy starts freaking out before he even shoots him with the uh with the gas, I thought that was Ivy, you know, but no it was Scarecrow.
0: Yeah, it was Scarecrow. We did see the introduction of another villain, but I don't exactly know who it was. It was like it was some kid with a mask on and there was an old a uh, a lady that was wearing a mask also. They kinda look like the strangers. You know, from the movie The Strangers, yeah. but I don't know who that's that was supposed to represent. Yeah, I don't know who that's supposed to represent in the Batman universe. Uh, I think you had a good theory. I don't theory know. Like that kid, kid looked yeah. like, uh,
1: the little kid looked like Martin, so I think that might have been him.
0: That would be interesting, and I think that if we can still get the whole I'm out of him, that would be kind of cool.
1: That, yeah, that would be awesome, and um, and we saw Man Bat.
0: Oh, that's right, we did see Man Bat, which that's new for the show too. We hadn't, we hadn't seen man bat show up. Uh, Kirk, yeah. Kirk Langstrom, I think is what his name is. Uh, yeah. Interesting thing just to throw in there at the end.
1: They're like, Oh, we have CGI budget. Let's see this one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else you wanted to say about Gotham? Um, I'll say it again. If we're going to do year one or year zero, we
1: definitely need, uh, an older Bruce, uh, Sorry, nothing against you, David, but we definitely need an older Bruce.
0: I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, I, I think I, I've heard a few theories that what if the next season they, they had like a really old Bruce that would just be telling the stories like essentially to Terry McGinnis of, you know, him in his Batman days or his his days before becoming Batman. If we're gonna do
1: that, we need Kevin Conroy to be the very, very old Bruce Wayne telling those stories to Terry McGinnis.
0: I could, I'd be down for that. I think that'd be fucking amazing. Uh, The other thing that I think would be is is interesting, or would be you'd have to take into account is that do you get an older Bruce to, or an older person to play older Bruce, like just a cup, a few years older, uh, like late twenties or something like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. and then what do you do with David Mizzou? Like he's been Bruce Wayne for what, four seasons now. So, I mean, yeah, four seasons that would kind of suck to just like, not be able to be Bruce in the end, uh, as the show ends.
1: Right. And, um, I think I was telling you the way I would, you know, I could see that happening as if we have a Bruce and, you know, late twenties, um, you know, he can be kicking some bad guy, butt. And then, you know, there could be like a little flashback of like Alfred training him, you know, or him learning martial arts from somebody else. And that could be, you know, uh, David Mazou.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I could see that, that working out that way. Uh, oh, yeah, and then just to just throw that out there, the creator of the show, Bruno, Bruno Heller, uh, is also going to be creating mm-hmm. a new show for Epics, The Epics channel It's going to be called Pennyworth. It's going to follow uh, Alfred Pennyworth. Pre coming to work for the Waynes, uh, essentially. So we're gonna see a origin story for for Alfred, which uh, I, yeah, it could be good, could be bad. Uh, it's not gonna have any connection to Gotham, though.
1: I know. So we're not gonna get Sean Pert- Pertwee? Pertwee. Pertwee. Yeah. Yeah, but hey, we're gonna get something.
0: Yeah. No, I'm 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 for it. Um uh let's okay let's i know normally new Norman we do agents of shield right here but let's uh let's go do um let's go do fear of the walking dead first because i want to save agents of shield for the end because well it was called the end um yeah. <laughs> fear the walking dead this was a great episode this was the john dory laura episode and uh we got to see we got to get a whole backstory for both well we didn't get a great we didn't get a lot of backstory for Laura, but we did get more backstory for Laura or Naomi, depending on what you want to call her. Uh, but John, we got, to, yeah. we got to know a lot of that. He did a kid's show on the weekends where he played a cowboy and did all kinds of gun tricks and lasso tricks and all that stuff. So that's the reason why he's so good at being a cowboy in the zombie apocalypse. He also was a cop before the zombie apocalypse. Now, uh, we don't know if he actually was still a cop when the, when the zombies became a thing, or if he'd already quit by that time, but we do know, know that he was living on his own out in this, uh, uh, I don't know, fishing shack, essentially, uh, when it happened, so that he was kind of untouched by the whole thing.
1: Yeah, uh, we found out that he secluded himself because um, he was on his way back home from one of the shows that he does, and uh, he stops in the convenience store. Uh, There's somebody robbing the place and, uh, basically, uh, shoot some like doesn't want to shoot the guy. Um, but you know, it ends up being that he has to shoot him down and, uh, you know, he thinks that he can actually take him down and, uh, shoots him in the leg and he severs an artery and the guy blood out.
0: Yeah. I mean, this was, this was the weird thing for me because we, you know, that in, in military training and in, uh, you know, police training, You don't shoot to wound. You don't train to shoot to wound. You train to shoot to kill. Like when you're taking a gun out, you're going to kill whatever it is that's threatening you that, you know, with either death or the death of someone that you care about. And uh, John sounds like that he just very much was against having to kill anybody. And he's such a good shot that he can shoot to wound. And uh, it just doesn't work out that way because the guy turns at the last minute when he went to go wing him in the leg and it it hits his uh, femoral artery more than likely and he ble- he bled out so uh killing this uh this burglar this robber uh affected John in a great way that he he gave up being a cop it sounds like
1: yeah um damn but i i legit like this character John Doria or Garrett Dillahunt um you know it's a really good character uh, for everything, everything fucked up that we've seen on the show, and then regular Walking Dead as well. Which you know, it makes
0: me, uh, it makes me sad because we know what happens to the people that are the the moral compass of the show. They don't last. Uh, so that means Garrett J- Dillahunt might not be on the show long. I hope that's I hope that's wrong. I hope he's on the show for a very long time because I, I I really do enjoy his character. But um, I do. I wanted to bring up the similarities in the fact that he was a cop before the zombie apocalypse and the way that he acts after the zombie apocalypse is completely different to Rick, who was a sheriff before the zombie apocalypse and now a sheriff or not a sheriff anymore after the zombie apocalypse. And in the way that John Dory completely trusts people when he comes up, comes up on him, like we saw that he trusts Laura. We see that he trusts Morgan. You know, he, he, he trusts Althea, but Rick doesn't trust anybody anymore. And, uh, I, I mean, I don't know if this is because Rick has a family and John obviously doesn't, uh, if maybe because John was so, uh, secluded in his fishing shack that, you know, he had to, he, he played Scrabble by himself. He watched the same 12, uh, VHS movies over and over he, uh, he had to keep uh, repeating the dictionary. Yeah. He read the dictionary <laughs> and had to keep repeating words to himself. So he'd, you know, he, he wouldn't forget them and stuff like that. Um, but you know, Rick, Rick doesn't seem to trust anybody anymore. I mean, I, yeah, you know, we're at that point with Rick where he's like, you know, why did Carl go and save that guy? It eventually cost him his life kind of thing. Yeah. And no, still so can't get over that death. <laughs> The, the biggest thing that we learned about Laura Naomi is that she had a child, and uh, it might explain why that she's always on the run. We see her, you know, she never wants to stay in one place too long. She doesn't trust other people. She wants to be alone. She wants to only have to rely on herself. Uh, I love the fact that every time, like, John would do something, she would, she'd be right there trying to learn how to do it. She was like, oh, this is a skill that could definitely help me in the future when I leave kind of thing and uh she, it's got to be because her do, her her child whether boy or girl ended up getting killed or turned into a zombie uh, right away and it really affected her
1: yeah and um it just sucks that uh you know she's just like okay in and out kind of person and doesn't like having uh you know relationships with people because um at the baseball stadium when she was helping out Nick you know, she's like, oh, you know, were you a nurse? And then he asked and she said, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Nick asks her something else. She's like, OK, that's enough questions. Bye.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You don't you don't get too many uh, questions uh, with her or answers with her. Uh, then we have a real you know moment of of true trueness, I guess, uh, when John admits to her that he's in love with her. And she's like, Well, I, I love you too. Yeah. Well, she doesn't say it right then, but you know, the Im- implication is that they got it on. They slept together that night and Jesus, yeah, they, you know, fucking Garrett Dillahunt is like a, is like six, three. And I, I believe, um, uh, Jenna Elfman is like five ten. So these are very tall people and they're on a twin size bed. I do not feel envious of those guys having to sleep <laughs> on that bed together. But, um, yeah he wakes up which is a thing for him because he he earlier in the episode says to laura that you know he doesn't um get much sleep at night he maybe gets an hour or two hours most of the time he's up and uh it seems like he was he slept through the night or at least a good part of the night even to the point where he didn't realize that naomi got up in the middle of the night to leave because it just all got too real for her you
1: you would think you know um, he'd be a light sleeper or whatever and you know would be able to feel her gone You know that she's getting up but he doesn't he wakes up looks for her and then goes to the kitchen table and sees uh inscribed letters letter saying i love you
0: too but i have to leave yeah, yeah. Do, do you think that she means it or uh i don't know see like i would say yes that's the i mean she obviously was was feeling starting to feel comfortable there and uh i think the fact that she started to feel have feelings for him is the reason why she's like, no, I got to leave because eventually he's going to die too. And I don't want to feel that shit again.
1: Yeah, that's true. That would make a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, and it it brought him out of being wanting to uh, not use guns, even though he cleaned his guns every night. Uh, he ended up having to save her because, even though he was smart enough to build himself a, a moat around his house, the uh, he got a horde of walkers coming up to the house. They they filled the moat enough for other walkers to come and walk over them, uh, over to his house. So uh, that was pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, it was something I wasn't expecting, but yeah, ends up clearing all the all the walkers.
0: Uh, so yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited to find out what they do more with, uh, the, these two characters, uh, whether or not Naomi is actually dead, uh, is the thing that we're going to end up finding out. Cause that's what the last thing, uh, Luciana had said to him is that Naomi died. Uh, and, uh, we know that something happened at the, at the state baseball stadium that either the reason why Naomi's not around or Madison's not around anymore.
1: Yeah. They probably got kidnapped by those people.
0: By the vultures, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, maybe that's a that's a good thing because like we I think we said in the past is that the vultures aren't aren't aggressive people they're very passive, uh, they just wait like a vulture does. Except for
1: that, yeah. Except for that one that you know kind of turned on on Nick, um, not hesitate you know to try to kill him.
0: That's true, and but this is also the after the events of whatever happened at the baseball stadium, so something might have happened there that also changed uh, some of the vultures.
1: Yeah. So we'll just have to wait
0: and find out. Okay, uh, let's talk about the 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 Ages of Shield then. And uh, my heart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think with the thing you're referring to is the fact that Fitz dies.
1: I was not expecting that. <laughs> but he's. Not re- we'll get into it.
0: No, no. Let's get into it right now. Like, yeah. I. I. Ooh, man. I. I. When they go to save Fitz. Okay. So the setup is uh, Mac. Uh, May and Fitz are going to go save Robin who uh, is b- has been taken hostage by uh, Talbot and uh, well Robin and Polly her mother and at one yeah. point they get Robin but Polly's not around so Mac goes in to save Polly and uh, he finds her but May and Fitz are worried that you know those two aren't going to make it out because they, d- they aren't in the future uh, when they went to the future so may and fitz take it upon themselves to go in there and help out mac and everybody comes out saved but uh, a piece of the building falls on top of uh fitz and yeah it's not good for him he gets he gets essentially sliced in half and uh Uh, oh i'm sorry what
1: brought that memory it brought back memories of uh uh, (laughs) x-men um first class when you know james mcavoy professor x is like you can't feel my legs. Oh yeah. I can't feel my legs.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I love that Mac is like, "No, no, your legs look fine. They're fine." But it's like, "Oh no, it's because uh they
1: removed some debris and they're like, "Oh fuck."
0: Yeah, there's a there's a big piece of metal severing half your body there. Um but yeah, it, you, everybody's I I'm feeling bad about this whole thing and you got you you have what we assume is a funeral gathering for fits then we find out that it's not a funeral it's a retirement for uh, Coulson who is going to go and live his last few days or weeks on Tahiti um because he did not take the cure we saw that uh Daisy actually or he didn't take the cure he left it for Daisy to use on herself so that she can multiply her power to then uh defeat Talbot which was pretty cool and we'll get to that in a second but uh Colson, I, I constantly thought in this scene that no one had told Colson that Fitz had died because they didn't want him to think about that in the, his last few days. But then finally you have Gemma walk up to Colson and give him the, the Tahiti postcard that said that Fitz had wrote saying, I'm working on it. And it's like, oh, we're going to go find him in space. And it's like, oh, my God, that's right. There is a version of Fitz that's floating around in space right now.
1: I totally forgot about that. I was not expecting it, and I was like, "Oh my God, no way!"
0: So let me get the Let me let me throw this at you. The idea okay. that if they were to go and fix the timeline to the point where the Earth didn't get cracked in half, and say Fitz didn't get killed, would they have just left the other Fitz floating around in outer space until he till um? Uh, what's his face? The 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 watcher guy like woke him up in the future, and then he would just been on his own in the future.
1: That oh that's a shitty future to wake up to.
0: I mean, the future that he woke up to in our timeline wasn't so great either. But at least he had a purpose to go save the team. This this Fitz wouldn't yeah. have a wouldn't have a purpose. He would just be like, "Oh fuck, we already solved everything. Now I'm just here, and all my friends are dead. Awesome.
1: Yeah." how lonely uh
0: this yeah and then also we have um zeke or deke i'm sorry does he exist does he not exist we don't know um he
1: right because you. oh yeah i
0: i thought he was still gonna
1: exist but uh you know talking to you about this uh figuring it out he might not exist because uh you know, his mom is, might not hook up with uh, whoever his dad was in the lighthouse because, obviously, they're not slaves to the Kree anymore.
0: Exactly, yeah. Well, I mean, who's to say that they ever meet? I mean, they were in a very interesting situation where the two of them were part of the 2% of the Earth's population that still existed and were shoved into the lighthouse. Like, if that doesn't happen, how do you find someone else that's in the 7 billion people that are on Earth? You know, and and that's yeah. They
1: probably didn't think about that. I wonder if they're gonna cover it
0: next season. I mean, that's what's one of the things that they said. You know, uh, when they when Deke went decided to go off on his own, he said, uh, "Either you guys solve the problem and I blink out of existence, or you don't solve the problem and the world gets destroyed, so I die anyway." Blown up
1: and yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, I think he has a good point. Now, I also think that. (laughs) he now exists outside the timeline so uh he will exist even if his parents don't um hook up so to speak
1: there's so many loopholes to time uh time travel
0: yes because it's not real <laughs> yes exactly you can make up all your the the rules that you want because it doesn't really exist but the fact that you know whenever science fiction does it they have to create their own rules and the the thing is you have to stick to your rules when you create them and that's that's the most uh, that's what makes a good time travel movie show uh, against a bad time travel movie show
1: yeah uh, uh, looking at
0: you Flash (laughs) Uh, uh, so Yes, Talbot. Talbot has gone crazy. He is absorbing. He's he's gone to to Robin to try and uh, find all the gravitonium in the earth. He's ripping up pieces of the earth to pull the gravitonium out. Now you have to take into account that at this exact moment there is a you know a fight going on in Wakanda or uh, you know or or uh, you know New York being destroyed by uh, some of the. Black Order or whatever, you know these this things are uh, happening simultaneously as to what is happening in Avengers Infinity War. So I would think it'd be, you know, if you were a citizen that's not a super powered person at this point, you're just like, what is going on, kind of thing. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Uh, the other thing I was gonna say too, it's um, oh yeah, you you saw the globe that Robin gave him, right? Like the lower. Like the lower, the lower half of the equator was like all covered in black, and he's like, "Oh, just give me a little dot, you know, show me where the gravitonium's at."
0: Oh, you're right. You're exactly right. But I think she had already given given him the dots. I think that was her making a prediction of the Earth to being destroyed. Everything. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, everything. Everything that was black was uh, was what was destroyed. And and I love the the point when she's like, when when they when they make the difference when they defeat Talbot. Uh, she's like, wait, yeah. things have changed, and it was just so creepy yeah. and and cool and like, all right, that's good, kind of thing. At the same time, You got really giddy. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, so yeah, Tal or uh, Daisy, uh, injects herself with the centipede formula, amps up her powers. Uh, shoots Talbot into outer space to the point where he's in the cold of of no atmosphere and, I assume, dies. Uh, he can't name It's very much the same scene that you saw Ebony Ma in uh, Infinity War, where he's just floating in space frozen.
1: That was awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, I think that, if I remember correctly, and I might just be remembering the cartoon, but Graviton, that's the way they defeated him before, is by strapping him to a asteroid and throwing him into space. So uh, he does eventually come back. Who knows if they have him come back in the next season.
1: But why, though?
0: Because he's a formidable enemy. He, he's going to come back very angry, obviously.
1: Well, that's true. Uh, maybe the personality of Talbot is dead, or and the other personalities take over. Uh, that's and a, he's walking around top of its body.
0: That's a that's a possibility too. What I mean, what if what if uh, what if um uh, hive is still out there alive somehow, you know? <laughs> and he takes over the body.
1: I could see that too. <laughs>
0: um, was there anything else that we needed to cover with uh Agent Shield this episode? I mean, it was a great episode. I really enjoyed it. Oh, I guess the biggest thing I want to say is that I was kind of disappointed. That nobody dusted at the end of the episode, like we didn't we didn't get a more direct tie-in to Infinity War. I I really feel like so like half the team should have disappeared. However, they didn't know when they were making this episode that they were gonna get another season. So if this was the end episode, this was the series finale, you wouldn't want it to end on a a, a, a sad note like that where half the people were dead.
1: Yeah, that'd be really really depressing. Cause I mean. Think about it. Did have a happy ending, and you know, did really set it up as the end in case they did not get renewed.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, even though we know Coulson's going to be dying here pretty soon, he's, he's going to spend his last few days on a uh, beach on Tahiti, where he finally made it to, uh, and with the with a woman that he loves, M- Melinda May.
1: How romantic. Aww.
0: Now, however, I do think that when we get to the season, we come back in the season after Avengers Four, we will get like episodes where. Uh, they're doing time flashes back to like when half the team disappeared, and then maybe because of whatever happens to the 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 people that get ashed, and like Coulson might be one of the people that gets ashed. Uh, he they come oh, back. Oh, that'd be so heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> he comes back and he gets he's healed from the the Ghost Rider poison, whatever is inside of him.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, because. That would make sense, but I mean, I don't know if that will null and void the deal that he had with the Spirit of Vengeance.
0: I mean, the. I mean, do we actually know what the deal was? Uh, no, no, we don't. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know either. So I, I can't really speculate. But what I mean, it could be. What if it's. What if it's the. What if the the Ghost Rider himself gets sucked into the soul Stone or gets uh, ashed? So then you know what are you supposed to do you you don't have to keep the deal with the with the devil if the devil doesn't exist
1: that's true <laughs> uh
0: i could I see that there's ways that they could they could bring colson back I, I is essentially what I'm saying yeah or keep colson keep you know... keep Colson dead that's a, that's the thing the too I mean that would suck for Clark Gregg but uh I could see it working out like maybe he just shows up for cameos
1: you You're a monster for wanting him to stay dead.
0: (laughs) I know. I know. It's terrible. But uh, all right. Anything else that you wanted to say? No, that's pretty much it. Okay. Uh, We are going to be at Phoenix Comic Con. or I'm sorry. Man, I I am going to have to stop saying that. It's Phoenix Comic Fest uh, this weekend. So if you're going to be there, come say hi to us. If you uh, see us around, Uh, make sure to stay up to date on our social media. We will be posting where we're at. You know, uh, seeing what uh, seeing what we do. If you can't be there, we will definitely report back everything that we see and, and learn. Uh, hopefully, that you can uh, you can live vicariously through us.
1: Damn it, you stole what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but if you want to get a hold of me and talk to me about any of the shows that we talked about today or any uh, the news that we talked about, you can get you can get at, at me on Twitter as at Michapedia ger. Uh, also on Twitter as Super calmly, Daniel. The rest of Geekly Radio is at Geekly Radio on Twitter, at Geekly Radio on Instagram. Facebook.com forward slash Geekly Radio is our Facebook page, and Geekly Radio.com is our website. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geekly Radio Network. But until next time, this is Televised Robotics on the Geekly Radio Network saying, always remember to geek out. Geek out.
1: We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.